Hello and welcome to the Best Movie 2, the podcast that answers the question, what is the best movie to watch in any given situation? So, for example, what is the best movie to watch while your parents are rutting in the next room? Uh, probably Top Gun, because it's very loud and your dad's going to stop and get distracted and come and watch it in the first two minutes. Uh, today, we've got Alexandra Haddo. Hello, Alex. Hello. Welcome. So, you're a, uh, you're a comedian? Allegedly. Yeah, I've seen your shows. Quite quiet, aren't they? <laughs> Yeah, the, if I if I get a laugh, I take that as a failure. <laughs> yeah, it's postmodern. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a comment on society. Uh, I should probably say my name. That's very rude of you not to introduce me. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Jamie Allen. I'm the host. Uh, I've got a two-two in film studies from yeah. Northampton University. So when I say I know what I'm talking about, I pretty much know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, that university has now been condemned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, apparently there's a certain amount of asbestos that you can have in the textbooks. Um, <laughs> Well, right, so this is the best movie too, Alex, so we're going to give out some advice yes. to people today. Uh, today's topic is, what is the best movie to watch during a breakup? Yes. Which is, that's a big, that's a biggie. So people are going to be turning to us, looking to us for help. Yeah. But before we get into that seriousness, uh, we've had a look at the top 100 movies rated on IMDb. As we do every week, we ask... Uh, I'll guess how many of these have you seen. What is your number for this one, Alex? I am ashamed to say that my number is 38. 38? Yeah, which but, is quite But what's bad. your number of films that you've seen on? <laughs> <laughs> 38 I'm going to do that to the men as well, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I've had sex twice, so... <laughs> um, yeah, I've seen 38, which is... <laughs> which is bad. That's low. So we're going to be putting the... Uh, you're our first guest. We're going to be putting our uh, ratings up, kind of stolen entirely from Top Gear. I was going to say, yeah, which like a leaderboard. Which means you're now top. Yes. But I feel like within the next two weeks, that'll be yeah. taken down. I do feel like a lot of the midsection of this list is men shagging gangsters. <laughs> In the film. In the film. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so we've had a look. What... Um, are there any films on there that you don't think should be on that list? Yes, I feel very strongly that Top Gun 2, Top Gun Harder, Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly that you mentioned it in the opening uh, ceremony, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> when I lit the torch, yeah. The opening, yeah. Weirdly, Top Gun isn't on the list. Um, I mean, Top Gun Maverick is. Have you seen both? I have only seen Maverick. <laughs> However, and I do understand that Top Gun was a sort of major cultural homoerotic moment in culture, and I'm sure it is great, and I will watch it. But I went to see Top Gun Maverick not that long ago, because obviously it was out quite recently, and I just did not get the hype. It was just like, how high can I fly this plane? I'm going to go higher, I'm going to go higher. He flew the plane really high, though, Alex. He did fly the plane really high, to be fair. (laughs) But for it to be... Number 62 on the best films of all time on IMDb is... You're right, it should be around 14, 13. <laughs> that is baffling to me. That is a- that's absolutely insane. I was going to say, I'm going to read you what's below it, but I haven't really seen many of them. So we should, I should say this is the IMDb top 100 rated list. So this is Dum Dums coming onto IMDb. It's off- and be like, I love the movie. It's <laughs> like 30 places above Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, I mean, how, fl- how high does Goodwill Hunting fly? In there. 89th. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you meant in the, in the chart. 
Yeah, I mean, if you if you put this on how high a fl- plane's flying, Top Gun Maverick has to go pretty high. That's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fine. Um, that makes sense. I I quite liked it, but I can see the the upset with that. Uh, what about? Is there any on there that you haven't seen that you would now want to see? What's the one where you're like, oh god, I've always yeah, wanted to loads. That. I'm going through this actually, and I was thinking, God, there was there's so many. Like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I really want to see. Yeah, two flew over is a lot better as well. Yeah, exactly. The sequel was the actually CGI, better because yeah. the the cuckoo flies a lot higher. <laughs> <laughs> the Departed. Yeah, I really want to see that. Um, Alien. I feel a bit embarrassed. That's bad. That I mean, you're that. on a film podcast and you haven't seen Alien. Yeah. Okay. Don't event. I don't agree with Avengers Endgame or Infinity Wars to be on there because I started off loving the Marvel universe and then I got so bored of essentially the same story. And I'm sorry to everyone that enjoys it. I hope you have a lovely time. Kevin Feige but... from Marvel does actually listen to yeah. the podcast, even though this is the first one. No, hundred percent. Uh, so he'll be livid. Sorry, Kevin. Don't pull what's left of your hair out. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon he's probably he, he died five years ago Kevin Feige and they've just been wheeling out like an animated corpse oh. <laughs> to be like this is the next film oh. that we are doing I know how, how like it, I don't think it will ever end I think when the apocalypse finally comes it'll just be cockroaches and Marvel films and that's when we're going to need the Avengers that's true so. actually too bad <laughs> okay 38 so that leaves 62 yes left to watch yeah Um. I, I, this is just to kind of get a, a ranking of where you are in terms of uh, you know how well you know your films I do well I do I go to the cinema a lot I go on my own which means I'm very cool I could tell actually that you go to the cinema on your own from <laughs> the moment you came in and took your shoes off yeah <laughs> uh, I was like this is someone who doesn't have many friends yeah <laughs> I remember actually the first cinema the first cinema the first film I went to see on my own at the cinema was um, Shame with Michael Fassbender <laughs> and so I looked like a big old perv and then the second film I ever went to see on my own at the cinema with was Magic Mike <laughs> So there's a theme running Weirdly, through. Michael Fassbender's dick is so big that it leaped into Magic Mike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were actually linked in the end. This is quite a cultural podcast, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's highbrow. Uh, yeah. Uh, right, so today's subject is um, what's the best movie to watch uh, if you're going for a breakup or you've just been dumped. Yes. So what what vibes do you want if you're, you've are you come home? I've experienced obviously this many times. You've been dumped in, I assume, a Weatherspoons. Yeah. You took your box of stuff uh, to them. Which was depressingly small. Yeah. <laughs> I bought you these. No, I don't, I don't want them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or you might have been dumped in a Waterstones, which is my friend's tactic, because she says that you can't kick off. <laughs> I've always, like you know next to the self-help books be like oh no she does it she does it there so they can't shout oh wow she's dumped three guys in a water stones so now I mean if if that's public knowledge if you get a text from her saying yeah sure you meet me if in you're the dating stones. an Irish lady called Caroline and you, and she says do you want to meet me in water stones don't make lunch reservations yeah because it's like Joe Pesci being like invited in and like got his best suit on <laughs> yeah <laughs> in my cousin Vinny yeah um, <laughs> So, uh, what what kind of vibe do you want? If you've come back, do you want to be, uh, like, distracted? Do you want to be... So, I think there's, like, the five stages of grief, but with a breakup. Ooh. So, I think on the day of the breakup, you want something that's just going to help you envelop your horrible sadness. Yeah, like... You're not ready to... Muppets take Manhattan. Yeah, or... something like that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Cloverfield, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, something like that. Then, I think... You want something to cheer you up, so you want something quite mindless, mm. like a, few, a sort of a, you know maybe a few days later, 
Um, then my favourite section, the one I've concentrated most on this, is you want to believe in love again. Ah, okay. Um, actually, no, sorry. You want revenge, then you want to believe in oh. love again. <laughs> but let's say there's four stages. Revenge on the old person, love for the new, I yes. assume. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I like, in a breakup, I like watching kind of indie romance films that are a bit weird and kooky which highlight to me that whatever I've just left was not like this romance in the film and that makes me feel better alright okay so what would be an example there for you the film Scott Pilgrim versus the world which is a very strange choice I think that people would assume as a breakup film but when he's getting with the girl in that it makes you think like oh my god look how kooky and weird and perfect this is and I didn't have that with Steve you know <laughs> Steve wasn't in a band yeah exactly Steve probably wasn't a band, Steve, wasn't Steve was in a band <laughs> they're all in a band they're always in a band they're um, always in a band oh yeah so with Scott Pilgrim like the the idea of it is you watching and, and going well the relationship I've just come out of wasn't as good as what this is about yes. to be like, so I it's once, that comparative thing yeah. yeah I once dumped a guy because I was watching the video for Rihanna We Found Love in a Hopeless Place <laughs> and the fictional romance that she had in that three and a half minute song with a male model that she'd hired in it was not as passionate as the relationship I was in and so that that culminated in me ending the relationship <laughs> and that was Love in a Hopeless Place <laughs> yeah exactly which was a Toby Carvery yes um, <laughs> and you found love there many times I've, yeah I found love and type 2 diabetes yeah um, <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> which is synonymous okay so we've got we've come in we're feeling sad we want to see versions of uh, of romance that we weren't in so for example yes Robocop 2 where the wife yeah. decides she wants to know more about yeah. Robocop even though he's now Half man, half cop. Yeah, absolutely. Like that that exact vibe. Um, Wait, half man, half cop. That's man cop. <laughs> <laughs> He's half robot, half total, like, you know, man. Total recall. All cop. Something then. like that. Total you, recall. You want to see three boobs. <laughs> that, would just, that would just cheer you up. <laughs> so you, you come out of a relationship and you're like, ah, oh, three boobs. Yeah. Cool. You're not going to feel yeah. bad after seeing that, are you? If you haven't seen Total Recall, uh, famously, there's a woman with three boobs in it. Yeah. And uh, if she could give me one, that could mean that I could... <laughs> And have like one and a half. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, there's that. You also you mentioned um, revenge. Yes. So my my revenge pick for a breakup of when you want to get really fucking angry with them is Gone Girl. Oh. Which I read and then watched the film of. And actually, I think as as books to films go, it's pretty good as an adaptation. Yeah, I like Gone Girl. Um, I like the bit where she's gone. That's probably yeah, my favourite bit. Yeah, that was your favourite bit, yeah. Yeah, because it, it, sell, you know, it does what it says on the tin. Yeah, exactly. She's, a girl, yeah, she's, gone. she's gone. Oh, she's yeah. back. Um, and if people don't know the plot, and if you don't want to know, mute it for the next 12 seconds. Um, Rosamund Pike plays uh, Amy, I think her name is. And Amy Gone Girl. Amy Gone Girl. And she's married to Ben Affleck, who's called Nick, I think. God, I'm really... I, yeah. yeah. Nick Gone Girl. <laughs> Nick Gone Girl. I mean, the, the clue's in the surname. Yeah. You marry Nick Gone Girl. Oh, know. no, his name's... Originally, it's Nick Killed His Wife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it, exactly. She finds out mm. that he is having an affair with Emily Ratajkowski, so you can't blame him for from that. The, um, from the music video. Yeah, from Blurred Lines yeah. and famously of... Uh, she wrote a book called My Body. She's... Uh, She's an entrepreneur now, you know? Mm. Um, and, yeah, she finds out he's having an affair and instead of just sort of leaving him and stuff, she fakes her own death and puts him in the frame for it. As you do. Yeah, and there's a famous uh, piece in the book, there's a famous sort of, like, paragraph or page or... I don't know if it's a letter she writes to him or if it literally is just a couple of pages. We get it, read a book. We read a book. Um, where it's this concept of being the cool girl. 
Oh, right, yeah. And okay. I think that, and it's kind of, it went viral. It's become sort of a, a trope in, well, in film as well, of she kind of made out that she was really relaxed and laid back to him. And she was like, you know, I ate X amount of pizza and drank beer whilst maintaining a size eight. I was the cool girl. And then you have the audacity to basically go behind my back and she gets really angry. She does sound pretty cool. And it's very, very blood, bloodthirsty and graphic, mm. that film. Um, yeah. And I think that's a good one to like get your anger out. Is that a tactic you think you'd take on board if you got really angry at an ex? I don't think I can fake my death again. I've already built no. my life up once. This is not my real name. <laughs> Oh yeah, Hank. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I uh, per- having known you personally, I think if you faked your own death, it'd be two days before you could tweet. Yeah. And be like, uh, oh, yeah. all right, I'm I'm back. Don't yeah. worry about I'd it. I'd be awful as a spy as well because I'd be like, okay, you definitely can't tell anyone, but <laughs> guess who's getting blown up tomorrow? <laughs> um, yeah. So I thought, oh, actually, if you want to get some rage out as well, I'd say like um, the Born uh, the Born films are actually quite the good. Born films. I mean, in terms of romance, uh, he he meets a lady. Yeah, Julia Stiles. No, Julia Stiles, he doesn't have any romance for it. It's uh, Franca Patente. Oh, uh, I pulled that out of my arse, didn't I? <laughs> didn't have to Google that. Romance is implied with Julia Stiles, or future romance implied. No, she, well, she's a techie who gets shot. Sorry, spoilers for all the Bournes, but I think every woman gets shot. Every man gets shot. Everyone gets shot in the Bourne I think, films. I won't go on a tangent, but just very quickly, my one of my favourite fight scenes in film ever is the Bourne ultimatum I think when he goes to that house and he puts the magazine in the oh, toaster yeah, the, yeah. and turns the toaster on and then they have a bare knuckle fight with no music and, yeah. it, and it seems so and that's realistic that's how you'd want to go for a breakup yeah exactly magazine in the toaster it's the old magazine and toaster breakup warm yeah. your magazine for a nice read after you've had <laughs> yeah. the shower with your ex-boyfriend I would love that I yeah. mean yeah Britain is cold most of the time so you've warmed your magazine yeah, in the toaster exactly yeah you've had a fight yeah. you've stabbed someone with a pen yeah get out and this isn't the point of the the film but I I am not of this podcast sorry but I want to now go and watch Kill Bill as a revenge film because I think I've not seen it but I think that would also be a good revenge film to watch I mean in a breakup because it's a woman kind of if we're talking about titles that spoil a movie there's a guy called Bill in that and he goes on to set up a successful small business Uh, okay, yeah, let's get Kill Bill on your list then. Yeah. Of stuff to watch. So, uh, in terms of breakup fantasy, I think you you mentioned uh, Legally Blonde's a big one, isn't yeah. it? Break up, so that, yeah, breakup fantasy films are um, that sort of... Bridesmaids actually does fall into this category as well a bit because in Kristen Wiig's character in that, Annie, she has been... You kind of insinuated that she was quite cruelly dumped mm. when her business failed her cake business her bakery yeah it's pretty funny yeah quite funny yeah um, and then she you know her life's a mess and essentially she's like why can't I find anyone even though I'm a mess and then she sort of gets herself together and meets the lovely Chris O'Dowd uh, and that's he's allowed kind of, to be Irish in this as well I know yeah and no mention of visas or anything <laughs> uh, but yeah and it's kind of like that that feeling that you fit, you know when you get dumped you feel like no matter what the situation is you feel like me and my best friend always say the fantasy is that you've always got of them is like they're on Ibiza in, on a yacht with like Victoria's Secret mm. models and you're just sat at home like a loser um, like no matter what the situation you know like even if it definitely was supposed to end or whatever you always have that panic yeah I have I have a nightmare that I'll bump into an ex whilst I'm in like a little yeah or, or Asda yeah and they'll look into my basket and see like a trifle that's been reduced <laughs> yeah and there's, there's a lasagna for two that's like, the thing you never bump into your ex two. in a 
in the perfect scenario but these films allow you a little window into hey what if they saw you succeed and you know do the exact thing that they didn't believe in you for and that's what Elle Woods that's what happens in Legally Blonde she you know he's like oh you're just a you're a bimbo kind of thing oh yeah yeah doesn't he say she's not um like smart enough for him to date because he's going to Harvard yes and then and so she, goes, she to Harvard. goes to Harvard yeah yeah exactly and she becomes uh, president of the United, of the United States. States of America yeah. and ends up bombing quite a lot of weddings it's, it's quite dark uh, it but... actually merges into Zero Dark Thirty that, was the, <laughs> that is the sequel to Legally Blonde Legally Dark Thirty <laughs> there's a weird thing on a Legally Blonde where like, I was speaking to someone the other day who said it's the best representation of autistic women in cinema is Legally Blonde because she is uh, obsessed with colour, uh, doesn't read social situations, doesn't understand what's going on in the interactions, but is incredibly driven and focused on things. Oh my god, oh. yeah, I never thought about that. I mean, I did because I know a lot about movies, but... You said it was about the Vietnam War. Your voice War. went really deep then, Alex, by the way. What? No, that was Ben. That was, our... <laughs> <laughs> that was our producer, Ben, who's checking facts to make sure I don't say anything slanderous, because like, we're probably going to talk about Woody Allen in a bit. Yeah. So Ben's just making sure... That we, three. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that we give him props um, alright so what other, uh, what other emotions are you feeling what else do you think you need out of movies if you've just gone for a breakup yeah so then my kind of my favourite part of a breakup is when you kind of you're really really sad your emotions are still overriding everything but you might get a glimmer of hope that people are still good and maybe it was for the best and my top pick which is actually bittersweet on this on this sort of stage of the breakup is La La Land Ooh. which divides opinion a lot I think as a film um, Terry White the ex-editor of Empire and you know one of my heroes she's amazing and very cool she went through a stage of watching it every single day yeah. like she would tweet about That's how much, much she loved it and it is too much but she absolutely loved it and I think it was quite cool for someone so revered and you know that obviously knew about film and stuff to like what if you haven't seen it well it is a cheesy film but it's yeah. also there is something about La La Land that I think well, gives you it's unconventional the ending because spoilers for La La Land uh, they don't end up together they choose yeah. their careers yeah. over there so what I, th- what I think is great about La La Land is that it showed it perfectly sort of captures that feeling at the beginning of a relationship where everything like nothing can go wrong mm. everything's perfect you're so excited to see them all the time. You're going out all the time. He te- There's a scene where he teaches her about jazz, which everyone yeah. says is really patronising. <laughs> I, I thought it was great. It's like, I don't know much about jazz. I like it when you're dating someone new and they tell you about something you don't Especially know about. Especially with Ryan Gosling. Yeah. He could tell me how to eat ice cream. I'd be like, oh, no, I didn't think about this. I think it's yeah. more patronising when he teaches John Legend about yeah. jazz. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the director, is, isn't it his like, second film back-to-back after um, Whiplash where yeah. white people say jazz? Yeah. <laughs> it's a bold start. <laughs> So yeah, you're welcome, you, world. Yeah. <laughs> if you take, um, yeah, if you take that, that sense. I mean, the John Legend thing, that's fair. But when he's like teaching Emma Stone about it, I don't think it's that bad. Um, and it's that that amazing feeling. And it, you know, she's a jobbing actress. He's a he's a musician. And there's all these incredible scenes, like when he's playing his own song in this bar, and he gets fired, and she walks in. It's just like it's all the cliche romantic mm. tropes, but there is something different about it and it's slightly surreal because it is a musical mm. and so you kind of dip into this you half expect like Disney birds to come out and that it's that kind of weird vibe where it's like it's too perfect but it's nice to like yeah. dip into that and put you know yeah it does it takes you on a weird ride because you're like oh wow this is going to tell me that 
you know, love is great and they can overcome the obstacles in their careers. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, you have to choose. Yeah. And then she gets this massive job, essentially. Mm. Um, and I think being a comedian she as well, like president of the United States, <laughs> the United States of America, yeah. and bombs weddings. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but I think as a comedian watching that, you are you kind of identify it with it yeah. a bit. Like when she puts her own show on and it's difficult and no one comes and you know. And you've had that quite a lot. Yeah, loads. You? Yeah, yeah. No yeah, one comes in my relationships or my shows. So. <laughs> that's a zinger. That's your first zinger. Yeah, first thing of the day. You get one two. free unless you're on Patreon. You get two. Um, um, is, they, is that the film that you think most comedians have related to? Because I think I've heard that before. From other, I think it's a, it's a thing that resonated. Uh, the only other one I've heard is Joker. <laughs> oh god it's yeah like I, I'm very much of the La La Land side of comedy I love it I don't hate myself I should but I don't mm. um, and yeah and they don't end up together so it's like a sliding doors moment at the end um, yeah you get to see what it would have been what it would have been mm. if they'd got together and I think that's exactly what you're going through in a breakup you're going through what would have happened you're often mourning yeah. the future as much as you're mourning the past. Do you know what I would have liked? Like, I like that they give you that glimpse. What I would have liked is if they show her children that she's had with Everett Scott in the real world. Yeah. And then show that if she got with Ryan Gosling, it was ugly babies. Oh, And then nice. you're like, oh, it would have been a nice life, but ooh, yeah. ugly babies. But imagine them. Like, oh, a real husky daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm absolutely... And you need a good cry as well. Yeah. You do need a good cry. And I think when she uh, she walks into the jazz club with her husband that isn't mm. Ryan Gosling, mm. the goal. Um, and sees him play, and then he plays the song that he played at first time when she walked the in. The wheels on the bus. The wheels on the bus. Yeah. Here on the <laughs> and she's, you know, she just watches him, and the guy. I think that her husband says, like, "Did you know that guy or something?" And I think she either mm. says no or plays it down. I think he says, like, "Well, I fucking do, but I bet he's bad in bed." <laughs> and she's like, "Oh yeah, probably yeah." <laughs> he definitely didn't go on to marry Eva Mendes, whatever. Um, yeah, I think it's a it's a perfect film. Do you know when I, when I went to see La La Land, I was with a friend who was going through a divorce, Ooh. and I was like, "Oh, there's this great you know rom com." So this, I, I thought I'd put her in the stage of like, "Let's believe in love again." Yeah, lights came up in the cinema, and she was just crying. And I was like, "Sorry." Yeah, I was bawling at the end of La La Land when she's watching him on stage with her new husband, mm. and she's a, this you know this huge. Hollywood actress and you see her face on billboards now and stuff like that and it's yeah it's a... it might have been better if instead of playing he would have done like a, a performance like in Step Up To The Streets yeah where he's in a vest and there's like a trampoline and he's... yeah he's like totally given up on his principles <laughs> and he's like a breakdancer now and stuff <laughs> alright so we've got uh, a couple of phases we've been through are the revenge yes there's the uh, the break of fantasy the sadness the sadness yeah what do we want after that um, then we've got like like you say there's, there's going to be some hope a rogue one that kind of falls into the hope that I want to rogue talk one, about as Star well. Wars movie. Rogue one, Star Wars, <laughs> is an education, which is an adaptation of Lynn Barber's. Or, uh, oh, we get it. You've read two books. <laughs> it's about a young girl who's played by Carrie Mulligan, um, and she gets an seduced education. by an older man who is played by oh god, Max von Sydow from The Exorcist. God, he always plays a baddie. And I think he used to be married to Maggie, Peter Skarsgård. Maggie Gyllenhaal. Yeah, I think yeah, it is Peter Skarsgård. Yeah. Is it? Ben mm. can produce a Ben, ben you've got one please. job. I have multiple jobs. <laughs> ben does no, no, actually have multiple job? jobs. I think it is Peter Skarsgård. Yeah. Peter Skarsgård normally plays an idiot or a bastard. He's in yeah. Green Lantern. He's an orphan. As I'm the, sure as that's the dad. him. Yeah. So <laughs> Kerry Mulligan is at school and it's insinuated that she's like 15, 16. 
and she meets this older man who's Peter Skarsgård he's very cool and he starts taking her out you know and it's that that feeling again of like when you meet somebody new mm. and it's you know it's all in the, it's set in the 60s and it's all you meet all... someone new they play golf with your dad yeah you yeah. know normal classic stuff. yeah, yeah. And, he can buy cigarettes. Yeah, and she's and you know he takes her to Paris and she's like getting the orders from girls at school like, will you get me a Chanel number no. five and Ooh. all this sort of stuff and then she finds out. Spoiler alert: he's married. <gasps> yeah, and, and he's, well, that was the problem that he's married, not that she's, she's fifty. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so weird. In the film, you don't think of that as a, as yeah. you you just think isn't this romantic? Um, I, I mean, maybe she's supposed to be six. Maybe she's supposed to be of age because they don't really yeah. touch on that. Maybe she's just at school but real dumb and she's been held back a few years. Maybe she's like twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, you never know. And he so he goes on to become the president of the United, of the United States, States. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is we're starting to find a common trope in these movies. Yeah, exactly. And then she goes on to law school at Harvard. It's so weird. Um, yeah, and it's based on a, 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 a real thing that happened in Lynn Barber, the journalist, Sunday Times journalist, in her life. She wrote it. It was either, I think it was a, a book, a memoir about it, about this, like, a torrid oh, affair so, with an older man. So is it all like, yeah, there's a really cool schoolgirl who, like, is really put together. And... Yeah, she's really cool, and she's uh, <laughs> she's going to go and marry a Mumford and Son after this. Um, One of the Mumfords or the Sons. Yeah, but it's just, it's very, it's shot very nice. It's all set in the 60s. It gives you that feeling of, like, being young and in love again. Mm. And even though it ends in tragedy, which your life has as well yeah. if you're watching it because you've just been dumped, <laughs> um, it still it still reignites that feeling of, like, oh, exciting, something dark. Mm. Something wasn't quite right all along. All right, I, f- I feel like we need some happiness in this now. We need we need some jolly movies. Oh, when, you, so. when you're ready to... to fully live again oh that moment where yeah you've blocked them you don't read the text every morning uh, you've stopped messaging the person that they dumped you for um, Chris <laughs> spelled with a K who spells Chris with a K I'm fine yeah um, yeah that's alright he doesn't no it's fine oh he's got two Instagrams because he sells sunglasses on one yeah, yeah grow up but also being a millionaire is so passe now so yeah be a billionaire yeah Um. so uh, let's move on to the happy phase yeah. Happy phase, I think you need something like, I'm not, like something, if I'm going American to British, I'm mostly a fan of British comedies more than American. Uh, God, you're so cool, Alex. I know, I really am. Um, so like Nuns on the Run with Robbie Coltrane. Yeah. Stuff like <laughs> yeah. that. Um, no, I think something like Bridesmaids, if you're going American, mm. I think it just, it's, uh, because she does find love in that with Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. And it's not super cheesy the way she does it. Um, and she has cupcakes she starts making cupcakes that's the whole she starts making cupcakes again the whole point of that film is hey don't be making cupcakes and then it's like no make cupcakes if you make a cupcake you will meet a hot sexy Irishman I've tried I just stand outside with cupcakes but then I end up eating them all yeah yeah and I make meat cupcakes as well (laughs) it's protein you need you need one of those films that like when you come out of the cinema you think oh that's made me feel so nice oh love's real yeah it happens like Hitch yeah, Hitch. Oh my god, I loved that. I loved that <laughs> film when I was growing up. Actually, um, but Hitch, no. I like Hitch because it's uh, the whole point of Hitch is do you research on a woman before you approach her? Yes. Yeah. Stalk her. Really. I'm also a Virgo. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I hope this relationship doesn't reach it past a year. Yeah, exactly. But we're in real trouble when she's like, why are you getting a load of cards from, from people? Ah, friend died. <laughs> um, or something like Notting Hill always cheers me up. Oh no, Richard Curtis makes very idealised movies, doesn't he? Yeah, but that's. But there's a place for them. Yeah. You need them. There's just not a place for black people normally. No, obviously <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> Richard Curtis is really... There's no famous event of the Nine Hill that might mean that you might want to include people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 
Um, so, not again, <laughs> as if we have to explain the plot. Is it, no, to be fair, I think that's probably the best Richard Curtis movie yeah. for me. Yeah, it is, definitely. Um, is uh, Julie Roberts plays Julie Roberts. Yeah, essentially, much. yeah. And Hugh Grant plays a guy who somehow owns property in Notting Hill. Yeah. But his job is that he... A failing bookshop, but yeah. he's still got an amazing flat. Yeah, exactly. And he, being the most polite Englishman in the world, has allowed Reese fans to be his lodger. Yeah, I'd kick that guy out in a day. Yeah. Not even, I wouldn't even tell him, I'd just change the locks. What I love about Notting Hill and films like that is that as a kid, you think that that is what your life in London is going to be like when you move to the big city. Mm. That you're friends with a gang of freaks and that is exactly what happened to me. <laughs> I know, well, at no point does his Oyster card not work and yeah, he has to yeah, call yeah. someone. Yeah. Mum, can you top up my card? <laughs> and I love the fact that um, Dylan Moran has a cameo at the right at the start of that. He's the man that steals the books and put, oh, yeah. puts them down his trousers. <laughs> and you've met Dylan Moran, haven't you? I did gig with Dylan Moran, You yes. gigged with Dylan Moran, yeah. yeah. Who then went on to become the, the president, president of, of the United, United States. States. <laughs> 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 oh, no, okay, so, yeah, not together. I like... The, with romance films, there's a big declaration of love at the end, which uh, it should always be public. If you're going to tell someone... Yeah. You know, if you're going to ask for someone back or tell them that you love them, make sure that there's witnesses. Make yeah. Because sure, he does it at a press conference. He actually ruins that press conference yeah absolutely um, and yeah. she changes her answer <laughs> because <laughs> doesn't one of the journalists ask will you be recording a film in London again oh, how long are you planning like, to stay yeah. in the UK and then she says not long my flight yeah. leaves tonight and then she sees Hugh Grant who's sort of going oh, 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 yeah. oh, 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 in the that in the famous crowd. journalist question where they're like how long are you around for? What yeah, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. What are you doing? And then he goes, and then uh, he makes his big de- declaration, and then she whispers mm. to her publicist, and he goes, um, "Okay, uh, Steve, if you'd like to ask your question again." <laughs> and then he says, "How long are you planning to remain in the UK?" And she goes, "Indefinitely." Aww. And then it's like she will be the voice of no return. <laughs> yeah, they had um, Elvis Costello play on the end of that when Ronan Keaton did a far better song for it. Yeah. Yeah. Roller coaster. Fandom. <laughs> 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 it's just them doing a really cheesy montage. Don't fight. I'm like a really bad blue screen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we'll have to come to our, our big answer then, Alex. What is the best movie to watch during a breakup? Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift <laughs> I mean it is furious the way they drift around Tokyo how is that franchise still going how many more can they do uh, until it stops making money oh god or until Vin Diesel takes his final form as a boiled egg <laughs> I would say my my ultimate breakup film is La La Land. La, we're going La La Land. Yeah. Okay, there you go, guys. Yeah. So if you're going for a breakup, yeah. uh, get La La Land on. Don't forget to continue to text your exes throughout as well. Yeah. Take and pictures of it and be like, this could be us. But it's the actual, it's the bit where I'm just going to soup down and top. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll move on to our last bit. Yeah. Just a bit of fun, bit of fun. Bit of fun. You know, bit of fun. Um, have you ever killed a homeless person? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so the the last bit of the pod, we ask you who is your favourite actor or actress. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to put some scenarios ahead of you, and you need to pick who is the favourite character of theirs that they've played to help you out. Okay. So this week you've chosen Alan Rickman. 
Alan Rickman, who Absolute was legend. gone too soon. Yeah. Who would you swap? Who would you swap to have died instead of Alan Rickman? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, James Corden. Oh, God. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Corden, if you're watching this, there's still time. Yeah. Please. To make it right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we can put that in that we <laughs> Most podcasts on the very first one, they don't ask someone in like a high profile to kill themselves <laughs> but we're not most podcasts are we <laughs> uh, which Alan Rickman character would be best suited to help you move help you move house yeah um, I reckon the old perv in love actually because he'd, <laughs> he'd be trying to shag you to get away from Emma Thompson oh yeah he'd probably put some money forward as well yeah. <laughs> is that what you look for in a move house yeah <laughs> what you, do, you, you don't have to shag someone if they're helping you move house what uh, Alan Rickman character would best help you in a fight You've just got in a pub brawl. Oh, a pub brawl. Mm. Um, oh, probably this character in Die Hard. Oh, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Oh, well, I mean, because I was gonna. Okay, I was. Between, he, I, I feel was between like he'd need two to be there, invested but, in the fight. Yeah, but I feel like if he needed mm. to, he could do it. Yeah. I feel like he he could step up. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, especially if he hated or step the up guy. Step up to the streets. Yeah. Or think about it. <laughs> I like throughout the course of this podcast that we've done like a sort of Disney star like uh, allusion to the next one because you can just hear an Austrian man laughing yeah. <laughs> and then the people in years we go actually if you listen closely you can just yeah, tell yeah you can just tell what they're going to do next yeah, yeah. well like Alton Towers I just queue up all the guests um, James Acast is in the toilet right now yeah. <laughs> James Corden is crying to me yeah. Yeah. Corden no <laughs> oh he's gone <laughs> uh, okay best uh, Alan Rickman character to help you move a body oh um, I think possibly my favourite Alan Rickman character which is Alan Rickman as the Sheriff of Nottingham in Robin Hood Prince of Thieves oh nice yeah I mean that's got I know people say it's hammy but oh he hams it up but that's what makes it absolutely Mm. brilliant I, I absolutely love it I love I mean, when he's trying to marry Marion at the end and he's camping it up and he's going over the top. Oh, when he commits the sexual assault, that's your favourite bit, yeah? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> it was that the 90s, it was yeah. a different time, yeah. you know. Um, I mean, one would suggest maybe, is there a character he's played who has magical properties who could move a body, you know, with the flick of a wand? But I guess he's never... Oh, well, did he play Frodo? <laughs> <laughs> oh, in Star Trek, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I loved him in Galaxy Quest as well. That's oh, Galaxy so Quest, yeah. All right, well, yeah, we'll maybe this is your answer. We'll do your final one. All right. Best Alan Rickman character to help you plan a picnic. Pro- yeah, probably the Galaxy Quest one. I well, he's classy, isn't he? He's, he's classically yeah. changed. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's... It would be, yeah, it would be a very highbrow picnic, I think. Yeah, because he's like a, a proper British actor. Yes, and yeah. he, he's, he's, you know, terribly ashamed that he's had to be yeah. resort to this sort of horrible sci-fi franchise um, yeah. so I think there'd be definitely some M&S stuff in there yeah um, maybe some like veggie sausage rolls as well yeah or like them little cheese and onion ones and the, and definitely those like pepper dew peppers filled with cream cheese that are always like 18 pounds for three yeah but he'd be enough of them and it'd be a good park it'd be one of them ones where they don't like working class people in yeah like regents yeah yeah nice yeah okay then well uh, Alex thank you very much have you got anything that you want to uh, promote or push um, no, if you just f- follow me on at Alexandra Haddo on Instagram, that'd be lovely. Oh, Alex, thank you. Thank you very much for solving one of the world's biggest problems. What is the best movie to watch <laughs> while you're going for a breakup? Uh, and I hope you enjoy any future breakups. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Bye.
Smashed it. Yeah, boy. <laughs>